0: Today, our speaker is Rhonda. Welcome, Rhonda, over to you. Thank you, Nolan. Thank you, everybody, for inviting me here. I hope that my voice lasts. So my name is Rhonda, and I'm a gratefully recovering compulsive eater, one day at a time, one meal at a time. I want to go over a little bit of history of my time in OA before today. I came into Overeaters Anonymous in 1976, after a divorce in 1975. My only desire was to lose weight, and I did not have the extra money to go to a paying way. <clears throat> so I walked into the basement of a Catholic church, and on the table, there were three food plants and some AA literature. This was well before we had OA. My beginning weight was about 140 pounds, about 63 kilograms. I thought, I will follow this diet and I will lose weight and I will get skinny so that I can get a boyfriend and get married and live happily ever after. My goal in life, spoiler alert, I never did remarry, but I am living happily ever after. So, I've been attending Overeaters Anonymous meetings for about 47 years. And I wish I could say I've been in recovery and abstinent 47 years, but that is not my story. My weight went as high as 185 pounds, 63 kilograms, and as low as 115 pounds, about 52 kilograms. But I never stopped attending meetings. I thought the program, and this is the truth, I thought the whole program was following a food plan, perfectly, attending meetings and doing service. That was it. And as you probably all know, that's not what the program is, but that's what I thought the program was. And so I had it in my mind to follow the food plan perfectly. So I was able to keep my weight relatively low, but I was crazy, crazy, crazy in my head. So that was my life, striving for perfection. I knew everything, and I was trying to control the universe. And as you can tell, I was still very sick and not in recovery, but I didn't know it. I totally didn't know it. Then, as we have all experienced, COVID came into our lives, and my one lonely OA meeting a week went on Zoom. It is still on Zoom. We have voted to keep it there because of the convenience to the lives of those who attend from other states and other countries. Because of COVID and the lockdown, I started going to OA meetings every day. And I also started attending al meetings as well. It was at one al speaker meeting that a woman shared about a fear train. Well, I had never heard that phrase before. And so I got her phone number and I called her and I said, what is a fear train? Tell me about it. And she was the one that suggested that I attend an OA meeting in Australia. Called A Design for Living, and also to attend the Big Book Women's Workshop. So I started attending AD4L in April of 2021 and started the Big Book Women's Workshop in June of 2021. And this is where I learned what the program was, and it is where I continue to learn about recovery because I go to AD4L nearly every day of the week. And I still go to the Big Book Women's Workshop. I have learned from various Big Book meetings that food or whatever the addictive substance or process is, that is not the problem. But instead, it's a false solution. When I put the food aside, when I became abstinent, I still had problems with people, with places, with situations, and with life in general. I found out that the problem was me. I was the common denominator in all of it. So all those feelings and thoughts and ideas and concepts and beliefs and opinions, which I used in my daily life, and then come home and suffer either high emotion or low emotion repercussions. They were the things that were driving me crazy. To eliminate the emotions, I ate food. I did not eat because I wanted more food. I ate because I wanted less emotion. So I'm gonna take a moment to read From the AA Big Book, I'm going to be reading from page 62. And if you've got your big book, you might want to pull it out and read along with me. It starts out, are not most of us concerned with ourselves, our resentments, our self-pity, selfishness, self-centeredness? That, we think, is the root of our problems it was the root of mine for sure. Driven by a hundred forms of fear, self-delusion, self-seeking, and self-pity, we step on the toes of our fellows and they retaliate. Sometimes they hurt us, seemingly without provocation, but invariably we find that sometime in the past, we have made decisions based on self, and that's what I was doing, which later placed us in a position to be hurt, And that's where the emotions came in. So our troubles, we think, are basically of our own making, and they were mine, my own making. They arise out of ourselves, and the addict is an extreme example of self-will run riot. I love that phrase, though they usually don't think so. Above everything, we addicts must be rid of this selfishness. We must or it kills us. God makes that possible. And there often seems no way of entirely getting rid of self without his aid. Many of us had moral and philosophical convictions galore, but we could not live up to them even though we would have liked to. Neither could we reduce our self-centeredness much by wishing or trying under our own willpower. We had to have God's help. And that's when I became very much aware that self was my problem. So today, I have learned that I have a problem with self which I surrender to the care of my higher power through the continued practice of step three, when I turn my will and my life over to the care of God as I understand him. Now, I call my will my mind, and I call my life everything that happens during the day, and I turn that over to the care of my higher power. Then I practice steps 10, 11, and 12 daily. I work hard to stay in fit spiritual condition each and every day. And for today, just today, it's all I've got. I enjoy food neutrality. I enjoy peace. I enjoy serenity. Though my throughout my entire day, I look forward to it each and every day. <clears throat> so I want to give you an idea of what my day looks like. In my program, I wake up every morning, and before I get out of bed, I say the third step prayer. Now, that's found on page 63. God, I offer myself to thee, to build with me, and to do with me as thou wilt. Relieve me of the bondage of self, that I may better do thy will. Take away my difficulties, that victory over them. May bear witness to those I would help of thy power, thy love, and thy way of life. May I do thy will always. So I said my third step prayer, and then I get out of bed and get into the program. And for me, getting into the program always starts with reading the paragraph on page 86, which begins on awakening. On awakening, let us think about the 24 hours ahead. We consider our plans for the day, and I do this because I have a plan for what my day is going to be. So I consider it, I take it into meditation. Before we begin, we ask God to direct our thinking, especially asking that it be divorced from self pity, which is my past, dishonest motives which is my present and self-seeking motives, which is my future. Under these conditions, we can employ our mental faculties with assurance for after all, God gave us brains to use. Our thought life will be placed on a much higher plane when our thinking is cleared of wrong motives. And for me, that worked. It worked very well. So now what I wanna share is what it takes to do my program. I try to use every tool in the book and OA has nine tools. So first off, I have a sponsor and I sponsor people. I prepare a food plan, a written food plan every day and I send it to my sponsor every day. And along with that, I prepare an action plan, what my day is going to entail, and I send that to my sponsor every day. I make outreach calls either by phone or by text or by emails daily. I write in my journal and I write briefly on what I've read in our program literature. I read our program literature every day, and I read AA literature as well. I do service at nearly every meeting that I attend, and I also serve at an intergroup level. I go to 12-step recovery meetings every day. I go to OA, I go to Al-Anon, I go to All Addictions Anonymous, and I go to big book meetings. I get a lot of recovery from a lot of different areas. I honor anonymity by using only my first name, unless my last name is required. But most of the time, it's just my first name. I have found that the 12 steps work, but only if I work them. The tools of the program help me practice working the 12 steps. And through that daily practice, I make daily progress in recovery. So my topic for discussion is the tools of the program. And if you don't know what the tools are, I'm happy to post them in the chat because I think I'd have to be made co-host to post them in the chat. But I can post them in the chat so you can take a look at them and see how do you use the tools of the program. And with that, I'll close out. Thank you for letting me share.